0: A clearly miffed Ben Roethlisberger watches as the reloaded Steelers move on without him. Welcome to the Steelers update from Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. There's nothing worse than seeing a former significant other getting along just fine without you. No wonder a miff Ben Roethlisberger, who apparently thought he had more to give the Steelers beyond last season, is at the bitterness stage of his recent retirement. Big Ben had some choice words when asked about the sudden unretirement of the seemingly ageless Tom Brady and Tom's triumphant return to the Tampa Bay Bucks for yet another season. Roethlisberger indicated he was basically unwanted by the Steelers for 2022, telling WDVD Radio in Pittsburgh this, quote, First off, my coach and my GM don't want me back, unquote. Ouch. Then there was the cryptic report by the dean of Steelers beat writers, Jerry Dulack, who is wired into the team like no one else. Dulac was doing an online fan chat for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette when someone asked about some bad blood between Ben and the Steelers. Replied Dulac, I would say it's very, very safe to assume that, So yeah, Big Ben is in a bad mood. Making matters worse, the Steelers didn't waste a moment to anoint not one but two possible era parents in Pittsburgh. First, they signed former number two overall draft pick Mitch Trubisky to an incentive laden free agency deal. Then, the Steelers picked popular pit pick quarterback Kenny Pickett to remain in Pittsburgh as the Steelers' future franchise QB, making him their first round draft pick in 2022. Steelers Nation. Which loved Roethlisberger is now cheering for two other quarterbacks picked to replace him. That has to be hard to take, even harder to watch. And the Big Ben indignities don't stop there. The Steelers have since reinforced an offensive line that was an absolute sieve last season and left Roethlisberger with little time to dump off the ball before he himself was dumped by defenders. That line has since been shored up for whoever takes his place, and the team added dual receiving threats in the draft that should open up the Steelers' passing game deep down the field. The Steelers' splash plays are back just as Roethlisberger is splashing down on his sofa. In fact, this 2022 Steelers offense could be downright loaded. Big Ben can't help to look at all the improvements and upgrades and think he could have thrived one more year on center. Surrounded with this new Steelers crew, Big Ben clearly believes he could strike seven in the end zone with the regularity of a clock. Hey, just put yourself in Roethlisberger's Nikes. He's watching Brady come back for one more season before the man with seven Super Bowls goes behind a Fox Sports microphone and makes some $370 million over the next decade. With a problematic personal story, Roethlisberger received no such broadcasting offers and even a fraction of the pay. By Ben's own admission, he's home in Pittsburgh packing school lunches and ferrying his three children back and forth to school. He even calls himself the bus driver. But Roethlisberger is the quarterback who once played with, quote, the bus, how far he has fallen, at least in Roethlisberger's own mind. Yet Big Ben will be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in five short years. He is a Steeler for life. No, he won't be trotting out of the tunnel last to be announced amid a cacophony of cheers raining down on high from Heinz Field, but number seven will remain number one in many a Steeler fan's hearts for years, even decades to come. It will take a long time and lots of doing for any of Roethlisberger's replacements to supplant Ben's lasting legacy anytime soon. That's the thing about greatness. That's the thing about two Super Bowl rings. In the city of champions, where excellence is exalted above above everything else, greatness is honored and revered and remembered forever. Ben has yet to find his peace and his place in retirement. He's yet to savor all the Steelers fans' goodwill and respect and reverence that will be coming his way for years to come. Pittsburgh is a place that never forgets its champions. For 18 years, Ben Roethlisberger was among the top echelon ever to play in the 412 area code. That is a hell of an accomplishment even if Big Ben can't fully comprehend the enormity of what he's achieved. It's only human to feel a bit empty, discarded, and left behind. And Roethlisberger is watching his beloved Steelers turn the page to 2022 and look toward the future. Just give the quarterback nicknamed after a British clock some time to come around. Big Ben Roethlisberger will be just fine. Hey, we have much more on the 2022 state of your Steelers in this transition edition of your Steelers Update podcast. And be sure to check out my print column, First Thing Thursday on Live. As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes bringing this week's Steelers debate to life. Right now, let's get right to it. For another take on the Roethlisberger retirement woes, we get some much-needed perspective from Ron Cook. He interviewed Roethlisberger each week during the season for his radio show, and Cook writes this for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on the quarterback's less-than-happy Steelers retirement. Quote, it's always tough for those guys to walk away from their sport. They love what they do. They love the competition. They love the money that they make. Perhaps most significantly, they think they can still play when it's obvious to everyone else that they can't. Accepting that his career is over is a brutal challenge for any player. It's easy to think Roethlisberger didn't especially care for how his career ended with the Steelers. There was speculation after the 2020 season that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin didn't want him back but were overruled by owner Art Rooney II after Roethlisberger agreed to take a $5 million pay cut. Roethlisberger wasn't horrible last season, as Joe Namath and Johnny Unitas were at the end, but his skills had diminished the way they do for all players except for the aforementioned Tom Brady. It was time for Ben to retire whether he was pushed or did so on his own terms. He will always be remembered as the Steelers' best all-time quarterback and a winner of two Super Bowls. He also did okay financially, making more than $267 million, according to SportTrack.com. Unquote. Great stuff from Ron Cook putting it all In perspective, and like I said before, there is no doubt Big Ben will be A-OK. It just takes a little time and perspective to see and appreciate all those golden moments of his black and gold career. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett, Roethlisberger's heir apparent, made his Steelers debut at rookie minicamp. And the reviews are in from his teammates. Rest assured, they are raves right now, but only time will tell. Here's some of the positive Pickett buzz as rounded up by Brian Batco at the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. He writes, That boy can throw it, said wide receiver Calvin Austin, the fourth round pick who caught plenty of passes from Pickett in drill work. Quote, I already knew he could throw it from the senior bowl and stuff, but catching balls from him just feels comfortable. It feels great, unquote. Austin's fellow wideout George Pickens didn't have that senior bowl familiarity with Pickett, so this weekend was his first chance to develop any sort of bond with the only player the Steelers drafted ahead of him. Quote, excitement is how Pickens described his first in-person look at the passer who could be in charge of Distributing the ball his way, not just this year, but for the next four plus seasons potentially. Quote, I feel like we'll work very, very well, Pickens said. We're real compatible, unquote. Hey, that all sounds great, but then again, what do you expect these guys to say about the Steelers' first round draft pick on the very first rookie mini camp of their lives? In other words, it's way, way too early to get an accurate read on Pickett's potential. But stay tuned, Steelers fans, stay tuned. Now, how about a little more on the speedy Smurf himself? I'm talking about the aforementioned fourth-round draft pick receiver Calvin Austin III out of Memphis. Here's how Joe Rudder sized up tiny Austin's big game. In his post draft player profile and projection report for Trib Live, quote, the 5'8, 170 pound Steelers rookie recently recalled the biggest slight he has heard as a football player. Of course, it had to do with his size. It always does. It came at a football camp when Austin was in high school and trying to show he could compete at the Division I level in college. A coach at camp, however, told Austin, he should set his sights lower. How much lower? Not the FCS level, not even Division II. Quote, he told me I should talk to a D3 school, Austin recalled. That is one that really stuck out to me the most. I remember calling my dad after and I was mad and hurt. I had a great showing and the coach said I should talk to some D3 school because I'd be a great fit. I'll never forget that. Hey, Austin never did get that Division 1 football offer coming out of high school. It wasn't until his redshirt sophomore year at Memphis, after he walked on to the program while also running track, that Austin was converted into a scholarship player. The rest, as they say, is history. Now, the diminutive Austin is playing for Mike Tomlin who has this to say about his small receiver, as reported by Rudder in Trib Live. Quote, when you're small, man, you better be fast in this game, Tomlin said. That's the reality of it. It's not earth-shaking or ground-baking. That is his distinguishing trait, and it has to show up in all aspects of his game. Unquote. Of course, it's impossible to outrun everyone all the time, so when Austin gets popped, he likes to pop right back up. Ryder writes this, quote, Austin learned that when he couldn't outrun everyone, he had to have a smile on his face after absorbing the punishing hits that can invariably will occur when he catches passes over the middle of the field. Said Austin, the best thing is popping right up after and flexing on them. That's what i like to do. Austin will have to prove he can take that type of punishment dished out by NFL safeties and linebackers, particularly when he's running between the hash marks. Said Austin, when I get out there, it's never been like these guys are big and I'm small. When I get out there, I'm a dog. I'm just ready for whatever competition, whoever is in front of me. When I'm on the field, I have no fear, Unquote. Hey, that's great stuff from Rudder and Trib Live and great stuff from Austin himself. He is small, but his game is big. And I, for one, can't wait to see this little dog run with the big dogs in the NFL. Finally, we turn to a postscript on one of the best Steelers receivers ever. Now, this receiver left Pittsburgh not in glory, but in a huff. And now Antonio Brown is looking for a final happy return to the Steel City he once thrilled with his clutch catches, shifty routes, and speedy touchdowns. Tweeted Antonio, quote, Just want to retire a Steeler. Not just not play, just retire so we clear, he wrote. Brian Batko with the Post-Gazette writes this on the possibility of a Brown send-off by the Steelers. Quote, To be clear, Brown wants to retire as a Steeler on paper, i.e. with a press conference and all that pomp and circumstance. Obviously, there's no chance he comes back here to play. And to me, the real story here is that he's giving up on playing anymore. He's done at age 33. I'd be somewhat surprised if the Steelers welcomed him back for this sort of thing, given all he's said and done, but I won't completely rule it out. It's a pretty quick one-day thing, and he was a great player here, unquote. That's one take, but now we turn back to Joe Rutter, writing for Trib Live, who is taking a far dimmer view on the prospects of a Brown Steelers retirement reunion. He writes, quote, Two years ago, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said the organization had, quote, no business interest in reuniting with Brown, but that the franchise would offer assistance in his, quote, growth and development as a man, unquote. Given Brown's recent history of inappropriate behavior on and off the field, another one of Tomlin's recent quotes comes to mind regarding a potential reunion. It's the one Tomlin uttered last year when asked whether he'd be interested in a college coaching position. Said Tomlin, quote, never say never, but never, unquote. So, Rudder's thinking this Antonio Brown reunion in Pittsburgh just to retire a Steeler never happened. Well, will it be many unhappy returns to Pittsburgh for Antonio? Or will the Steelers throw a one day retirement party for this once great and much beloved player who will go down in Pittsburgh history as one of the best receivers ever to wear the black and gold? We shall see. Hey, there's always such interesting doings and goings on in the vast wide world of Steelers Nation. And we will continue to cover it all right here on your Steelers update podcast from Penn Live so sign up for the podcast which is fresh every Wednesday wherever you get your favorite audio and of course log on to pennlive.com anytime for your real time Steelers news